Okay, so today we are going to talk about burnout on the podcast, and I'm really excited. This is going to be a three-part series, and I'm really excited to have my friend Rachel Roush with me, and we're just going to learn all kinds of stuff. So, Rachel, Thank welcome. you. It's good to be here. Yeah. Yeah, good to have you. Can you tell my friends about yourself? Sure. Um, I am from Northeast Indiana. I am board certified as a doctor of naturopathy, and I have been in the field of natural health for over 25 years. Um, I have spent a good portion of those working and consulting with clients, and I would say that at the very core of who I am, I am a student of rest because I'm a very busy person. I have a strong type A Enneagram one personality and I find it sometimes challenging to slow down and relax. So the concept, Mm -hmm. the idea of burnout lies very close to my heart because it is something that, that is very real. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, especially for type A. Right. <laughs> Number one person. Right. Yeah. Excellent. So why is burnout a concern for us? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. And I think if we just stop and consider for a moment the pressure of social media, the stimulation of technology, unresolved traumas sometimes that we deal with, the responsibility of parenting for those that are parents, Mm -hmm. um, increasing demands of a job for those that are working, sometimes poor diet, insufficient sleep, no exercise, you know, those lifestyle things that we all have good intentions on but Mm -hmm. just don't happen. Sometimes a wrong understanding of our relationship with God, and probably more recently, really the fear of the unknown that we've all have dealt with in these past few months. I feel like all of these things really lead in to burnout. There's so many demands and challenges that we deal with, and we try to just take it all in stride and look at this as just being life. But it's just a lot for any of us to deal with. And I feel like it leads, all of those things lead to burnout. You know, at a physical level, we don't have energy. We are burning through cortisol and depleting ourselves. At a mental, emotional level, we start to deal with foggy thinking, irritability, anxious feelings, um, low mood at a relationship level, we start to deal with just struggles in our relationships. Um, maybe we start to feel kind of distant or uncaring. And spiritually, I feel like God can start to seem really far away when we um, reach this point. Mm-hmm. So it it just really leads to a state of, de- of depletion. Um, You know, all of these different stressors cause our adrenal glands to produce extra cortisol. 
in an effort to cope. And then that's really what leads to the state of depletion. And we desperately need to find a way to rest. Mm-hmm. So basically all of those things that you listed, I mean, and there's huge lists for all of us right now. Um, those lead to burnout, but the burnout is caused by too much cortisol. Right. That, Often that, that is the correct? case. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about cortisol. What is it? And why, you know, what is it, first of all? Yeah, it's a good question. Cortisol is a hormone that is secreted by the adrenal glands, and our adrenals release it in response to stress. So it's really helpful. It helps us through a crisis. It puts our body into an alert, active state. For example, um, in Northeast Indiana and probably in Ohio, a couple hundred years ago, if you went hunting in the woods, you know, we're talking about survival here, finding food, and a wolf chases you, your body is going to produce a ton of cortisol, okay, also adrenaline. They, they work together. Sometimes they are um, interchangeably used as far as um, how we refer to them, but, but our body releases all this cortisol in an effort to survive. You know, it pumps this blood out into our arms and legs, gives us the energy to run fast, to mm-hmm. climb that tree, to do whatever we need to do to get away from, um, from the wolf. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and then after the wolf leaves, we climb down from the tree, we go home, that cortisol settles back down, returns back to normal, and we're ready for the next crisis that happens down the road. But, but today, the problem is that things like the noise of technology, the constant rushing about, the overachiever lifestyle that a lot of us leave, it has the same impact as being chased by that wolf, but there's no end to it. I mean, the technology doesn't go away. The rushing about doesn't go away. The overachieving doesn't go away. So we never get a break. Mm -hmm. So our body is constantly putting out um, all of this cortisol in an effort to help us cope. And that can lead into other problems Mm -hmm. because our body's really not designed to constantly be putting out cortisol. It should settle back down into a... Um, normal response again. Mm -hmm. So it is definitely a God-given thing. Like it's definitely good. It's for a purpose, but it's not meant to be 24-7. Exactly. Like we've been needing, we've been needing cortisol 24-7 for our lifestyle nowadays. (laughs) We're always being chased by a wolf. Exactly. Exactly. If we didn't have cortisol, we, we couldn't get out of bed. We couldn't live. Mm -hmm. So some cortisol is really necessary. And a lot of cortisol is important in a situation of an emergency or whatever, Mm -hmm. but not on a daily 24 seven basis. Okay. So how do we, how do we increase, decrease cortisol? How do we So that's really interesting because like I just explained, you know, our, 
our 24 seven lifestyle increases cortisol, but, but there are other things in our lifestyle that also increase it, that add to this overload of cortisol. For instance, caffeine Mm -hmm. increases cortisol levels, sugar increases cortisol levels, stress without any margin will increase those cortisol levels and also insufficient sleep. When we don't get enough sleep, during the night, the next day, our, cor- our cortisol levels are higher to help us compensate for the lack of rest mm-hmm. during the night. So not only our 24-7 lifestyle, but then a number of other things in our life that we have come to depend on, like mm-hmm. caffeine or mm-hmm. sugar or whatever, to compensate for our, our constant 24-7 lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, yes definitely. So we accidentally really increase our cortisol Mm -hmm. in our effort to compensate. It's kind of a vicious cycle. You feel burnout. So you do, you drink the cup of coffee, which gives you more cortisol, but I mean, it just, which makes you need more chocolate or makes you, I don't know. It just seems like it would. Right. So what, what is wrong with cortisol? So. We've talked about how cortisol is good in a crisis, in a, in a very difficult situation where we need to consider our survival, but, but on a daily basis, when our cortisol is constantly elevated, it begins to create problems with other hormones in our endocrine system. For instance, our female hormones. It can contribute to increased PMS or menopause symptoms. It can impact our Mm. blood sugar, particularly if we skip meals or we wait too long between meals, we can begin to experience some mood swings or what is sometimes termed hangry, you know, where we're both, (laughs) where our hunger can create you know, anger or other um, mood issues. The excess cortisol ultimately increases insulin and can create some just blood sugar swings, spikes, and then these dips Mm. and um, not not a good situation there. And then cortisol can really impact our sleep. It can be really difficult Mm. to shut off our mind and go to sleep or we wake up in the middle of the night and then our mind is really busy and we can't go back to sleep. That is really common when there's excess cortisol in our system. And weight gain, particularly around the middle, it's really aggravating because it's difficult to lose. It it seems like we're doing everything we should be doing and we just can't lose that weight around our middle. And often that is connected with excess cortisol. Hmm. Also, I definitely had that problem. Yeah, so you know, I think I'm, I'm all ears on how to fix this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of women have that challenge and that struggle and and it just becomes very discouraging because we don't recognize why we have it. Mm-hmm. Um and then also something that I would call a tired but wired feeling. We just can't settle down. We can't relax. We find it really hard to remain in the present, enjoying the moment 
our mind is off busy thinking about the 101 things that we need to be doing on our to-do list. It's on tomorrow or the next day or, or whatever, but it's just hard to settle down. And yet we are exhausted. We're pushing ourselves through everything. All we want to do is sleep. All we want to do is sit down and put our feet up. But when we have that opportunity, we can't relax enough to really um, appreciate it and benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I can definitely relate to some of those things. And it's interesting because there's been times where I could relate more. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like right now I would say my sleep is good or I can sit down and like relax, but I definitely not too long ago have that, have, have experienced that tired, but very wired feeling (laughs) is not, not fun. Yeah. But definitely can relate. Yeah. And, and I don't think every person experiences every symptom Mm -hmm. or effect of, of too much cortisol all at once. You know, for some, it might be, you know, some of the symptoms might be more dominant than others for some people. And, and it can manifest in different ways in different stages of life, maybe, which is what you're, what you've noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Then four years ago or so, I was probably like at the very lowest point. I had all those things that you said. I mean, PMS all messed up, um, just stress without margins. How you said that stress without margins. It was definitely that tired, couldn't sleep, angry, blood sugars messed up. I mean, just everything that you said. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I needed you four years ago (laughs) to tell me all this stuff. (laughs) For a lot of women, it's a relief when suddenly there's a reason, you know, I, I think sometimes we could end up feeling like, well, it's just in our head, you know, because we keep pushing through, we keep, um, performing and doing everything that's expected of us. And yet we feel so miserable, but -hmm. it's not noticeable, you know, because we keep going. Mm -hmm. And so it can be such a relief sometimes to just know, Oh, you mean there's a reason I feel like this? Mm -hmm. And if there's a reason, there's hope that it can get better. Right. right. And that's that. I mean, we all need hope. Yes. <laughs> so, well, I am really, I think we're out of time for today, but um, I'm really excited to hear what you have for the next two episodes, because I think a lot of us can relate to this. So, yeah, well, it's definitely something that is a passion of mine, so So I hope you could relate to some of that. And of course, Rachel and I only talked about the problems, the signs, the burnout, um, symptoms, and didn't give you any answers for this. So make sure you join in next week where we're going to talk about some of the practical things you can do to help decrease your level of cortisol, decrease stress, decrease burnout. And meanwhile, you can find Rachel at it's E-I-R-O wellness.com. Join us next week. This episode has been produced in collaboration with Jersey Limited Media. 
The theme music is by Scott Holmes and has been adapted for use herein under Creative Commons license. If you haven't already, go subscribe to the Learning Little Lessons podcast so that you get updates weekly. Or visit my website at learninglittlelessons.com for freebies, newsletters, and encouraging blog posts.